Are you considering a variable rate mortgage for your next renewal or purchase? Today, we're going to get into the nitty gritty on a few things you need to be aware of before you sign on the dotted line. Brandon Love here with Tom Moffat. And Tom, let's get right into it. Absolutely. So like Brandon said, if you're getting into a variable rate mortgage or you're considering it, there's some really big factors that you need to know before going into it. So I'm not trying to scare you. It's just more so like there's a bunch of misconception out there in terms of how variable rate mortgages work. So first thing is, let's just compare fixed versus variable and what they're hinged on. So firstly, fixed rates are hinged on the bond market, the bond yields. So they fluctuate more often than not. And they typically don't make the headlines in the news. We have a past episode on this breaking down how that works. But today we're going to focus on the variable. So the variable is hinged on the Bank of Canada. So typically when you hear in the news like, hey, Bank of Canada is increasing rates or decreasing, that affects your variable rate mortgage. Now, what we're going to talk about today is really what's the difference between the two types of variable rate mortgages, because not just one, we have the adjustable and we have the true variable rate mortgage, which is a static rate. So why don't we dive into firstly the adjustable rate mortgage, Brandon? Sure thing. So adjustable, it's right in the name, the adjustable rate mortgage, any decision from the Bank of Canada, whether to increase or decrease the prime rate would either increase or decrease your mortgage amount. So how it works is you have a discount or increase based off of prime. So prime 7.2 right now, standard variable insured would be 7.2 minus 0.9. Okay, so you carry that 0.9 discount. If the Bank of Canada decides to lower their rate, any decrease they make, you minus your 0.9 from there. And your monthly payment reflects this, your amortization stays on schedule, and it can be nice in a declining rate market because your payment's going down. Why this got so much slack over the past couple of years is we were in the opposite of this and we were in a market that was heating up. And so the people that had those mortgages, me being one of them, felt the increase month over month of their payment going up. Yeah, so Bank of Canada is what sets prime. So like Brandon said, when you have that discount coming off of prime, what's fluctuating is the prime portion of your rate, which is today 7.2. That goes up and down, that affects your net rate, but that discount remains the same throughout the term that you signed on for. So you hit the nail on the head with the adjustable. And as of right now, what we're suggesting, if you are going to go with a variable rate mortgage, like encompassing both of them, we would probably lean you towards going with the adjustable because then you can ride the wave and benefit from the rates decreasing in the near future because we will see some rate decreases. We don't know when and by how much, but we will see it within the next year. So that's the adjustable. Now let's move on to the static. This is the true variable. When you see VRM or variable rate mortgage, this is typically what it is. And a lot of banks offer this out of the big six banks. And a lot of consumers that have signed on to this during COVID times weren't really educated as to how the variable rate mortgage works. So you can think of it as a static payment because it is. It's a static payment that doesn't change. Even if prime goes up and down from the Bank of Canada, Yes, your rate changes on the back end, but your payment doesn't change. It stays static throughout unless you actually manually change your rate. So the one thing you really want to be careful of, if you don't increase your payment while we are going through periods of times where the Bank of Canada is increasing rates, then you can hit what's called the trigger rate. So Brandon, why don't you discuss like what the trigger rate is and how that affects people? 
Yeah, so trigger rate is essentially you're going to a point where you're no longer even covering the interest of your mortgage. One precursor to that is, well, your payment doesn't change, the amortization on the back end is constantly growing. So you might start at a 25 or 30 year amortization, and all of a sudden find that because rates have gone up so much, now you're at a 70 year or even higher we've seen. So it get pretty scary when you realize, holy crap, I'm never going to pay this down. And it gets scary for the lender as well, because they're like, wow, we're never going to get the money back from this person. So they put in a trigger rate so that they can either have you make a lump sum payment or catch up your payment to where it should be to bring that amortization back in line and make sure it's not just like an interest only mortgage. Yeah, exactly. And we're not saying that it's a bad product. I think there's a place and time for it. And unfortunately, like during COVID and post-COVID, once we started seeing those rates increase, a lot of people were affected by it because if they got their mortgage through a branch, typically they probably weren't educated as to how that product works. And a lot of people were hitting that trigger rate, unfortunately, which they were forced into making that decision. Whereas if you played it well enough that you were in that variable rate mortgage and you were putting additional payments down every time the Bank of Canada would increase rates, then you would be fine because you're not going to hit that trigger rate. And I'm a pro variable if it's the right time and for the right person. And so a good example of this would be if you're into real estate investing and you want to qualify for more properties in the future, it's a good way to do that because your payment is going to stay static. And if rates do increase, as long as you're maintaining control and you're not hitting that trigger rate, your payment's going to stay the same. You're going to take advantage of that low payment, which is going to allow you to qualify for more properties in the future. So that's a good example of someone that would benefit from going with the static variable. Yeah, going with a static when the rate market's a little bit lower, though. If yeah, you go static right now. now, you're taking a static product yeah. when we're at a peak cycle, and then you're actually setting yourself up for the opposite. So right now, timing-wise, adjustable. If rates come down considerable, we would more the traditional VRM or static option. And at that point, you kind of get the best of both worlds because you can ride this down. Okay, so just quickly to recap, underneath the banner of variable rate mortgages, there's two types. There's adjustable that fluctuates, and there's the static that stays the same. If you're wondering what's right for you, you can reach out to us, your broker, or whoever does your mortgage and just get some more detail from them. Make sure you understand this because it is going to dictate what happens to you and determine a lot of your future investing plans. If you enjoy this content, please hit like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. We're going to go deep on mortgages on Mondays, and on Fridays, we're going to do what we call Freedom Friday, all focused on financial freedom and investing. So please join us along there. See you on the next one. Cheers. Cheers.